welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel, your host for Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and today we're excited to have Joyce Day join us. So Joyce, hello and welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You're so good. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah, I am a studio owner. I own a a small wellness studio uh, here in the Peoria area. And I especially focus on helping women uh, to, you know, identify what's going on with their bodies to get out of pain and deal with pain and stiffness and get back in shape in a safe way. Yes. And on on first blush, you know, you might think this is yoga or this is stretching in and that's not what you're doing um, at all. You're doing so much more. And you're tell us a little bit about um, how this business got started and what it's evolved into. Now you have this beautiful uh, studio, uh, just very cozy and, and warm and nicely decorated and just feels like a, a place you want to uh, go and stay. Um, but tell us how this is, how it evolved and, and how it's different than maybe just taking a yoga class. Sure. Yeah, I've actually been in business for about um, nine or 10 years teaching just, you know, health and wellness workshops around the area, especially around natural cleaning, uh, essential oils and, um, you know, skincare, things like that. And then uh, that was wonderful and fun. I used that as a way to um, transition out of my corporate job so that I could be home with my daughter more. Mm -hmm. And then around four or five years ago, I, uh, well, about four years ago, I broke my leg really severely in January of 2018. And I had to have a steel rod inserted through my thigh. They slide it under my kneecap and pound it down inside the, the bone there with a hammer. So yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a good. brutal, no, I don't recommend it. It's a brutal <laughs> procedure. And, um, so it, that put me on a walker for about two months and then crutches and the boot and all that fun stuff. And, uh, and then later that year I was in a car accident. I got rear-ended at a stoplight here in the Peoria area, um, by an SUV going full speed. They didn't realize the light was red, but they didn't even hit the brake. And, um, that gave me a really bad case of whiplash and it kind of messed up the middle of my back. And so, um, I like to joke that I had to learn how to put Humpty Dumpty back together again after yeah. 2019. Yeah. yeah. Especially after, and then the pandemic hit. Right. And we went from being, you know, at that point I was just getting more active again. And, um, and then we were in the pandemic. So I was sitting all the time more often. And so, uh, I did about three different rounds of physical therapy over the course of a year, and I was doing chiropractic and massage. Um, you could have told me to do just about anything, and, and I would have tried it. <laughs> so, um, and then I started. I finally, uh, the doctors told me that, that 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 I had done everything I could do as far as they were concerned, and 
this was just going to be my new normal. I couldn't bend my knee past a certain point. I couldn't sit cross-legged. I couldn't get up and down off the floor very well. And um, I just felt like I'm way too young to feel like this. It, it really scared me. Um, I felt like it was the beginnings of me being old and, uh, and, and feeling like it's all going to be downhill from here. If I can, you know, if I'm struggling just to walk and sit and move and all of your traditional, you know, get back in shape tactics, uh, they don't work very well when you've had injuries like that. So, yeah. And you were in pain, you were in pain all the time and that's, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're way too young to have that kind of feeling, you know, pain all the time. and stiffness too. Uh, there's stiffness can't be underestimated. When you feel like you could stretch all day long and you could get massages and you go to chiropractors and you still feel stiff. Uh, and just, I mean, at one point, my sister is a massage therapist, but she lives out west. And then during the pandemic, she she didn't come home, you know, very much. So it had been the first time I had seen her since I had broken my leg, and she came home and she does a little bit of fascial work, and she worked on my leg. And when I stood up from the table, I started crying because I I had felt like I was walking on a stump on my whole left leg just felt so stiff. And my foot felt so stiff that even when I was, even though I was walking every day and trying to get back into things, I, I still felt like I was walking on a stump. And so she's the one that connected me with another massage therapist in our area who specialized in fascia work and connective tissue. Yes. And so from there, I started, um, I was having really great uh, success feeling changes in my body. And I, I ended up connecting uh, with this technique. I had actually already been introduced to it about four years prior, but I just didn't do it very much because I didn't have pain before that. Yes. And so it's, it's a technique um, that works on fascia and connective tissue. And... Um, it, that was the tech. Those were the tools that I was able to use at home to support the work of my chiropractor and my massage therapist. You can only see chiropractors and massage therapists so much, and and then you, you're at home. And and I don't know how many times I've said it, and I've heard other people say it. You know, I felt good for a few hours or for a day or for two days, but eventually that pain and stiffness comes back, and you you don't get you don't have another appointment for a week or a month or whatever it is. And you're in pain. And so I started, and you're in pain. And and, and so uh, I got into these techniques that work on fascia or connected tissue to help me so that I had something I could do at home to to deal with that stuff so that I didn't have to just live with it until my next appointment. And so um, I started practicing these techniques that work on fascia. A lot of people are starting to become familiar with this term, but fascia or connective tissue, it's, it's like a wetsuit of tissue that lives under our skin. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost like a fabric made of lots and lots of layers of, of connective tissue. And it's what holds our muscles and our bones and our joints and our organs together. Right. So, And it's meant to slide and glide. Mm-hmm. Our joints are meant to slide and glide. Our muscles need to slide and glide. Uh, our organs, I can poke my belly and push into my belly and it'll slide over and then it slides back. Everything <laughs> inside your body yeah. is meant to slide and glide. Um, and so what happens is when we get injuries like this, the connected tissue can get really locked up and stiffen. And you can stretch your muscles all day. You can get massages all day. You can go to chiropractors. They can work on your joints as much as you want. 
that if you don't address this connective tissue piece, that stiffness and that pain is just going to keep coming back. It's going to linger. And once I started learning these techniques and sharing them in our community, you know, my ears are really sensitive to this now. And when you just start to listen, you go to fitness classes and Pilates and yoga and runners and people who lift weights and crossfitters and even women who walk, <laughs> all of us are we're trying to stay active. Right. And, and you listen and you hear people say, oh, you know, I, I sprained my ankle really badly. And it's just never, I got to be careful with that ankle, you know, mm-hmm. or, oh, I, I still can't do that move in Pilates. I can't do that one because I hurt my shoulder a couple of years ago and I just can't tolerate those moves or that position or whatever it is. And you start to realize um, and, and, and we chalk so much of it up to old age. <laughs> We're yes. the first to equip so quick to say, oh, I'm getting old, I'm getting old. Right. And in my experience, what I know about fascia and connective tissue and the body now and dealing with pain and stiffness is a lot of what we attribute to getting old is actually connective tissue problems. And, and, and we, can, stiffening. we can change it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you've talked about that, how that is, um, it, it stiffens up. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you need to address. And um, and that is what you work with. And so tell, tell mm-hmm. us about some of these techniques. And I know um, we were so blessed to have you at, at one of my women's retreats. And yeah. you work through this with the, the women attending and did a, you know, a facial with them, but also did... Um, you know, I call it a hand massage. It was much more than that, where you are reaching, uh, we use the balls that you brought and how with certain motions with those balls, you can get to the connective tissue in, in your hands. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you talked initially w- with our group about, does anybody have hand issues or carpal tunnel or your, you know, your hands get stiff or by the end of the day, after you've worked on the, you know, a computer or laptop all day, your hands hurt. And you showed Mm -hmm. us a number of things. Um, And again, it was dealing with that connective tissue. So talk a little bit about the, the tools you use and how you work with people to reach that connective tissue. Sure. Yeah, it, it is a little bit of a shift in mindset because we're so trained when we think about pain and sickness, we're so trained to want to focus on muscles or focus on joints and alignment. And those things are absolutely important. Right. Um, and they're a big piece of the puzzle, but there's this third piece. And so yes. when we shift to focusing on fascia, um, fascia is a little bit elusive. We've got to we got to take our time with it. We've got to, um, we want to use tools that are uh, going to be focused on fascial work. And so a lot of people, uh, they want to get in and dig at things and yeah. find those, those parts <laughs> that are tender or sore. And it's funny how we're so trained to that, um, that, you know, we find it's a sore spot in our back or our hip or our leg and in a muscle and we just want to get in there and dig at it. Um, but in, in the techniques that I teach, we actually don't do that. We, when we dig, we're, we're focusing on muscles, but when we, we use slow techniques, mindful techniques, and we use really soft tools. So we use things like these, like you mentioned, the soft squishy balls on the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use a, we do use a foam roller 
And a lot of people will think we mean those hard foam rollers that chiropractors and um, physical therapists and uh, personal trainers will use. But those are those are too hard. Those are going to focus. They're going to go too deep and they're going to work on muscles. Right. So we use a soft foam roller that you can actually bend in half. It's so soft and it's squishy. And then we just position it around the body. And we also, uh, we, but we do more than that. We actually teach people how to find out where they have problems because sometimes it's not where you think it is. You know, we have right. common places that pain shows up. Mm-hmm. Low back pain, very common. Neck and shoulder pain, very common. Right. Uh, knee pain, very common. Uh, but the contribute why you have that pain might vary from person to person. So we get to go in and, and teach you uh, using different assessments and things to get to know your own body a bit better. And the funny thing about connective tissue is that that stiffness that happens, uh, it can cause what we, what we call referred pain. So you might be having low back pain, but it's being referred due to stiffness somewhere else, right? It could be hip and, and pelvis stiffness. It could be, um, you know, tightness in your, uh, in your thighs, in the connective tissue, or somewhere else that's tugging on that area and causing your low back pain. And you can go to chiropractors and massage therapists and work on your low back forever, but the stiffness is actually coming from somewhere else. So we've got to find out, it could be coming from your feet and your calves. You would be, you'd be amazed at how many people come to our classes and their feet are so bound up. Their calves are uh, rock hard or super tender and uh, full of adhesions and things. And that is what's tugging on their hips and their low back and setting them up for, for pain. So So that's um, the source. Yeah. Yeah. We want to find the source or the root cause, or I've had problems with upper, with mid to upper back issues from that car accident. And so uh, I have found that for me, that is referred pain from the front of my body. So when I work on the front of my rib cage and the fascia in the front of the body, that relieves, you know, most of us are, we're pulling forward, we're collapsing forward and down. Mm-hmm. And that's just from how we live. We sit a lot. We, uh, we round our heads. We're looking down a lot at our phones and our computers. Um, there's a collapsing that happens. You see it in elderly people all the time where they kind of, they're kind of slumped forward yes. and they really can't stand up straight anymore. Yes. And so uh, that pro- we're all in some version of that process. And so working on the front of the body and opening and creating space allows me to stand up straighter and then it relieves that tension that's happening in the upper back and the, the neck and the shoulder. So yeah. uh, it's, it's about finding out what's going on. That's what I love about what I do is uh, I really enjoy working with people uh, one-on-one and, and just it's yeah. about teaching someone to fish versus giving them a fish you know let's find out what's going on with your body and uh, and then we're going to make a plan on how to unravel that <laughs> you yes. know where do we need to work to get you real relief that's going to really change your body instead of just trying to massage the muscles and give you some temporary relief right and I hear you talking I mean you are such a purpose-driven um, person and your business is, tell us how you feel like you're, you're living your purpose and, and where are you making a difference? Um, where, am I, where am I making a difference? A difference. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's happening uh, just one person at a time. Um, one of the, like I said earlier, I think 
it's kind of sad in a sense. There's so many of us living with pain. You know, you start listening to people and hearing what they're saying in passing. And you realize how many people are living with pain. And there's almost this uh, acceptance that this Mm -hmm. is just part of getting older and pain is inevitable. And that's just the way it is. And uh, there's almost a hopelessness in some people. I sometimes we'll do farmer's markets or health fairs and things like that. And I have a sign that says, where does your body hurt? And I can't tell you how many people, even young people, which yeah. is really shocking sometimes, will walk by and say that their whole body hurts. And yet yes. they don't stop. And they, or when they do, you know, they, there's almost like this, that we don't believe that there's another option. So I think, you know, the area that I'm making the biggest difference right now is, um, is, is in reaching people and helping them to realize that there's this whole other area mm-hmm. that we can work on. Uh, and, and it's important because again, remember earlier, what do we do when we're in pain? A lot of people, they want to do something. So right. we go to, we go to, we go to chiropractors, we go to massage therapists. A lot of people will go to fitness. They go to gyms, they get right. personal trainers. They understand that somewhere there's muscle weakness and something's happening. They they're working out but they end up injuring themselves or they go to those things and they realize they, they do hurt themselves or they know they're going to, and they feel like they can't do it. They can't get back in shape. So it's very paralyzing when you have pain and sickness in your body to realize that those things that you used to do to get back in shape in your twenties and your thirties, you know, they, or they aren't working anymore because you can't just run to the gym and join a CrossFit or join a, kickboxing class or start up a running program when you're in pain. So, um, so I feel like that's where I can, I get to bring hope to people that if we just take that spirit of curiosity Mm -hmm. into our bodies and let's find out what's going on. And then if you're willing to show up and do the work, you can create change in your body. You don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to believe people who tell you that this is just the way it is now part of getting older. It's, you don't have to buy into that. There are always things you can do at home to improve your body and to help you. I, I like to tell people your body is like clay that's been left out overnight. When you have pain and stiffness, <laughs> your body's like clay that's been left out overnight. Yeah. It gets hard. Yep. It gets crumbly. And if you try to get in there and force it to change or make it get better, it's very easy to crack or break that clay, right? Yes. But if you just bring a little fluid in, which is what we do with these techniques, with these rollers, with our hands, with the balls, with our assessments, we we use different tools, but it's all designed to bring fluid back into your connective tissue in these stiff areas. Mm -hmm. And slowly it's like bringing water to dry clay. You can start to work that clay, work it, work it, and you can get it back. I'm not saying that you're going to be 25 again. Yeah. But you're going to be better. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to move better. You're going to age better. I mean, I can sit on the floor. I can cross my legs. I can I'm doing aerial fitness classes. I I'm doing so many (laughs) things. I'm building strength again and I'm doing it in ways that are fun and safe. And And that's what I think women deserve is they deserve to get out of pain, to understand how their bodies work and then to develop a new plan of getting back to their you know, into a comfortable body that they feel great about, uh, in a way that's safe, mm-hmm. that they can, they can move forward at their own pace and feel really good about it. Feel good that's about what it. I, yes. I feel good about that. Yeah. 
So tell us what's next for you, Joyce. You've opened this studio, you're doing this aerial work, you're helping individuals, you're, you're leading classes as well. What's mm-hmm. next? Well, uh, I'm continuing my training. I called my husband just to think of it. I do have a master's degree from my previous career, and I told him, uh, just think of it as I'm getting a second master's second. degree, honey. <laughs> second <laughs> I'm, master's. I'm, yeah, except I'm doing it in my own creative, kind of, uh, you know, windy way. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a windy road of learning all these things about the body, continuing my training on fascia and alignment is really where I'm headed, is being able to look at people's bodies and understand, you know, visually to be able to pick up clues and see what's going on with them and help them to move forward and get recovered. So that training will continue. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm also working on a, a you know, a book idea yeah. written to women, especially Good. that are finding themselves at that stage in life. And, and it varies. Age is not really that important. Some of us, it happens younger. Some of us, it happens older. Mm-hmm. But that point when you know, we've been beating ourselves up with our, with our health for, you know, maybe a couple of decades. We're taking care of our kids. We're running yes. around. We're busy. Um, we sort of lose track of ourselves in there somewhere. And then one day we, we start waking up and we, you know, in those quiet moments in the early mornings or late at night, we, we're, we're looking at ourselves in the mirror and realizing that, you know, something has gone wrong. <laughs> we've gotten <laughs> off track. Yeah. You know, we've, we've got, sleep problems, we've got digestive problems, our body hurts, we, you know, we can't, and and we need help, and we need inspiration, and I want to, you know, so many women, we turn to this idea that, you know, that we suck, or that we were, you know, we didn't try hard enough, or or the solution is we're going to go kick our own butt to try to get back in shape, you know, kind of a thing, and I just, I don't believe that we, that that has to be the way it has to be, I want to, I want to put out there the idea that we can we can develop our own uh, lifestyle that will lead us to the health that we want, but we, we each get to do it and customize it in the way that we need to, so that we feel good about it. You know. So uh, anyway, yes. I'm, I'm working on a book with that idea, and I'm excited to hopefully finish that up in the next maybe year or so. so. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. And so tell yeah. us, what uh, what encouragement do you have, Joyce? What do you have for others? You know, yeah, you know, I think, like I said, I, I, I think one of the biggest things is um, no matter what age we are, if we find ourselves in a place where we're not happy with our health or we're, we're struggling with our bodies, um, we're struggling with how we feel, maybe it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be any number of things, but if we're at a place where we're struggling... Um, you know, I think for me, it, it, the what I've learned in the last 10 years of my own health journey is that really it's about coming home to my own body uh-huh. and making making my body a true home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I heard this analogy once that, you know, our body is like a house that we're given when we're born and that when we're kids, we live in the whole house. And we run and we play and the windows are open and there's a breeze blowing and we just, we feel joyful in our bodies. You know, we're happy crawling on the floor and rolling around and jumping up and running. And then as we turn into teenagers, um, we realize there's an attic in our house and we go up into our attic and we spend a lot of time there. And, you know, there's a, there's, you know, we, we start to get into our heads and we stay there. 
<laughs> as we get older and we become adults and we start to live in the attic. We forget that there's even a house down there. And that, that house is where whenever something stressful happens or hard happens or emotionally happens, um, we box up our hardships in life. And that goes for physical accidents and traumas as well as emotional ones. We box them up and stick them in corners of our house. And as we get into later adulthood, you know, those boxes are living experiences and they don't stay quiet. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so whether it's an old knee injury or a, a, a really hard thing that happened emotionally when we were younger, um, those things will start to come up and bang on our attic door and demand attention. And so I love that analogy. I think it's beautiful. And it's that idea that, um, you know, we get to, we hit, when we hit this point in life, we have a choice. We can continue to look for solutions outside of ourselves. And that, that may be necessary to some degree, doctors or right. treatments or surgeries or whatever, if necessary. But a lot of that healing comes by opening that door and going down into our bodies and starting to get to know our bodies again and give ourselves grace and figure out what works for us as individuals. And that's, that's where the road gets really interesting. So that would be my encouragement is, uh, you know, instead of getting on whatever bandwagon seems like a good idea, whether it's a diet or a fitness plan or a, whatever it is, instead maybe consider um, just asking yourself, you know, what, what works best for my body? If we, if we hate the gym, <laughs> Let's give ourselves permission to not go to the gym. <laughs> Let's right. give ourselves permission to find a way to, to get into our bodies and get movement. And that feels good to us. And maybe it's dancing or gardening or walking or something to get us moving. But we, you know, we, some of us do those things, but we, we feel bad. We talk bad about ourselves to ourselves and each other. Right. You know, oh, if I just get myself to go to the gym, or if I just get myself, I don't know why I can't get, you know, stick to that diet or whatever. Maybe that's not the answer for us. Maybe it's going to look different for us. And so we get to find out what that is. So that's my encouragement is give yourself grace. Give up, you know, all of us women, give ourselves grace mm-hmm. and uh, look for solutions that are going to work just for you. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Yeah. How, you know, what can we do to take care of ourselves that works well for us? And, you know, I have a little poster in my uh, studio that I wrote that's about that idea of our bodies at home. And, and, you know, at the end of it, it says it's never too late to make your, make your house a home. It's never too late to make your body a home. And that's what I want to do. Come home to myself. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. You are just, you're an inspiration and you're a bright light uh, for so many people. So thank you. Thank you for what you do every day. Um, And thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening today. Don't miss a podcast. You can find us on rockstarmillennials.com, Apple Podcast, or iTunes. And until next time, talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rockstar millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Contact Us.